Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 525, recording live on Wednesday, September 27th. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. I'm Adriel. I'm Kyle. And I am Random Dave. Hello, everyone. That was silky smooth. Right? It's almost like when Kelly's here, it doesn't go well. Uh, Oh, you, think she, you think she's the problem? <laughs> I think it she might be the problem. <laughs> Just throwing that out here, and she's not here to defend herself. So realistically, it's perfect. Excellent. Excellent. She's just uh, driving between Toronto suburbs. Screaming at her phone right now. <laughs> Better than screaming at the clouds, I guess. But yeah. Or the driver's uh, on the 402. <clears throat> yeah. 40-something. Yeah. I'm just throwing random numbers out there. I don't know. Uh, you probably, if you just keep guessing, you will hit a highway in, in Ontario soon enough. So highway 404, not found. Ah, 404 goes up to uh, goes up to Newmarket. Nowhere. Goes to nowhere. Yeah. Goes to nowhere. It's, it's highway, an error. Highway not yeah. found. Highway not yeah. found. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to what we did with guns, because I'm sure people don't want to hear about <clears throat> numbered highways. So. Dave, what did you do this week with guns? Uh, I did a bunch of stuff. So I did a maple seed on Saturday. I shot with uh, Mr. Bolivar. Kelly was Kelly was running the place along with Greg and Ky- Kyle. I want to say Kyle. Hadn't met him before. Uh, shot with Brian Bolivar, who managed to get himself the Elite Rifleman patch. So Ooh. well done, Brian. Nice shooting. And uh, despite getting a nasty burn from Brian's on my arm from Brian's brass, and I was shooting a centerfire Tavor, I got uh, 214 qualified rifle on. That's pretty good for a Tavor. Yeah. I was happy. I eventually gave up on slinging because with your sling point six inches in front of your face, it does nothing (laughs) other than get in your way and hurt my back. But uh, yeah, so you you cannot sling up a Tavor for some positions you can do shooting or you can do standing i finally just two point slinged it and uh mm-hmm. and use the sling for standing but any other position nope and mag changes are balls they're terrible yeah, yeah we, oh, we pro- terrible, yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. yeah terrible 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 so for the mt I was, I was being a good sport so i tried to sling up as best i could but uh for the mqds i just uh said screw it ran a two-point sling and uh shot off the mag and uh i, whoa, I can whoa, shoot whoa. better you shot i can supported? shoot better you shot supported i shot off the mag shut up <laughs> <laughs> My you had in your five patch. times five times heavier than anyone else's <laughs> Yeah, shooting with a Tavor is pretty challenging. It's not a rifle that is conducive to maximum offhand accuracy. It's made to be like thrown in the side of a truck or a tank or something like that. It's not made to be shot with precision from your belly. No, it's and it's a it's a combat rifle, right? It's it's meant to be shot. Well, 
you know, it's it's one. Well, it's an Israeli rifle, so frankly, it's one one minute of Palestinian, most likely. It's it's not a precision rifle, so you know, it it shoots pretty good at twenty five yards. I mean, I can three bullets more or less touching if I've got a lot of time on my hands. Hundred yards with one fifth with fifty five grain, I'm shooting like two to three inches. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 not an AR fifteen. Yeah, it's good enough for what it's designed for. And it's a fun little gun and it's super handy. And I just I just brought it to Maple Seed just, just to be silly, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. Plus I made an awful lot of noise. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else was using twenty twos, so that was fun. <laughs> and I qualified, so well, that was good. Uh, did or a intro day on Sunday. We had 21 shooters come out, 21 uh, intro day people, including a bunch of people who had never shot guns before, which was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, and we were shooting uh, playing cards at 300 yards. So we provide the rifles. They're all dialed in. We just have to give them some basic instruction. It's all one-on-one instruction. If you, a lot of the people that came out just wanted to shoot 300. So they all already had guns. They knew what they were doing. So they didn't require much instruction at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, seeing new shooters who've never shot, just the smile on their face when they realize they're putting bullet holes in a, you know, playing card at 300 yards is, uh, is really, really good stuff. It's awesome. Um, cleaning up the ORA rifleman image, the ORA a couple of years ago, uh, redid all their branding and they got themselves a cool new, uh, illustrator logo, which is very sharp, looks great. And the 1918 War of 1812 rifleman in the middle is scanned from an image that was probably drawn in like the 60s or something. So it's this super sharp lettering and this horribly, horribly, horribly boxy and pixelated rifleman. So I'm working on cleaning that up for us and converting it into Illustrator. Uh, Yeah, packing up for moose hunting and, and that's it. You, you got to pass it on to the next person. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm looking at the stupid thing. How about you, Mo? What'd you do? <laughs> am, am I the stupid thing, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but, you know. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong, but still, it's not so polite. But anyways, um, I went to an Ipsic Pat match this weekend at the Mascot Club in St. Dominic, Quebec. It was the last uh, outdoor match for the year. It uh, turned out to be a really nice day, and uh, it was seven stages and a lot of fun. It's it's one of the places where they we can't move forward, but uh, they 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 make the stage just challenging enough that it's it's they were fun. And for me personally, uh, I finished again middle of the pack, but but so out of the seven stages, I would say two were uh, no three were very. Three were good to very good. Two were okay, and then two were terrible. So mm. the terrible ones are the ones that brought me down. So just to give you an example, I finished out of in production out of twenty three shooters in production. I finished twelfth. So uh, one stage I finished fifth. One stage I finished sixth. Another stage I finished seventh. Two stages I finished tenth, and then I had a nineteen and a twenty one. So those kind of uh, derailed me. Um, one of the ones I did poor, I'll get get the poor ones out of the way. Uh, one of the ones I did poorly on was it was an unloaded start with uh, where we could, it was just shooting from a box, but it was where 
we had to shoot uh, one side of the array um, freestyle and the other side strong hand only. So that, that part was cool, except for the part that I forgot about, that it was three, three rounds per target. So mm. after I shot two rounds per target, uh, the RO looks at me and he's like, and he smiles and he's always like, you know, it was three shots, right? I'm like, and I just put my head down. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. And it's just the worst feeling. Now I do. <laughs> but so, every shot you took was an alpha though, right? Uh, close to it, but <laughs> close, to it. <laughs> close to it. Close enough. Yeah, so that that obviously uh, that's the one I think I finished twenty first for for obvious reasons with all the uh, mics, uh, and then another one where um, to one to one side we had to there was a stomp plate that activated two two moving targets that disappeared quickly, so you had to be on and ready. And it was also an unloaded start, but I made the mistake of um, getting over to that side and drawing my uh, unloaded. Yeah, unloaded start. So I'm getting to that side, unloading my gun to load it, and I stepped on the plate too quickly, so I wasn't fully ready to shoot. Oh no! So the, the first the first target disappears, and <laughs> that like that freaks me out, but it throws me off, right? Because. <laughs> There it goes by, and then I'm like trying to shoot the next one, and then that, that just that one just went poorly. So I think that's when I finished 19. Uh, then we had another one where it was another simpleish stage where it was again from a box, and uh, it was a mini Ipsic that had a no no shoot covering pretty much everything but the top zone. So let's say less than a quarter showing, and uh, we had to draw and um, put nine rounds into that partial area. I think I did, I think seven alpha, uh, my time was pretty good too. I think I did seven alpha, seven alphas, two Charlies and one, uh, one no shoot. And at the time I thought, oh, that's, that sucks that I got the no shoot. But then I saw some other really good shooters put uh, more than, uh, put more than, uh, one on there so i was like okay i did pretty good and i actually i did well on that one then there was another stage where we had there were like tons of pop uh poppers and I, I did pretty well on there so so that was the match and it's just again about consistency where i feel like i know i can get to the top five you know stage here and a stage there but just not do it for a full match and usually it's it's my own it's my own undoing so yeah, you'll get there eventually. Are you noticing like that you're improving a little bit every match, yeah. making a few less errors, or yeah, a few less errors? And I that definitely my grip is a lot better than it ever used to be. So that's something that I worked on. Uh, so now it's just about staying positive, and because I, I do tend to get down on myself, and then when I do, I take it to the next stage. So mm -hmm. that's something I have worked on, where I shake, I do shake it off, and just okay, I'm gonna you know do better on. And I am trying to reduce the mics because I am was trying to shoot too fast on the second shot, so I got better on that. And uh, yeah, that's it. So I don't think I have another Ipsic match for another like, till November. So when the uh, like the indoor season starts, so that's kind of a bummer. But um, hopefully, I'll get out to a rimfire match in in, in the meantime. So uh, how about you, Kyle? Well, the uh, comp for my PCC came in and got it installed, and it looks 
good. Uh, that is sexy AF. I can't wait to right, get wow. out and shoot it. I'm going to take it out, head out to the range early tomorrow night. And because uh, we got a range meeting tomorrow night, so I'm going to take it out uh, sight in. I only have it laser sighted right now at about 14, 15 yards. So sighted in and then tune because you got four screws up top here that I can pull out or put in to keep that muzzle right down. And cool. It, it, this is something that, in my mind, I would expect to see for like two, two, three. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has enough ports on it. I, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> five, five aside, five aside. So, so when you, especially for the audio listeners, uh, what is that? Five? This thing has, this this break has five like gill break. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's five, huge. Yeah. Five gill break with four adjustment ports up top. And yeah, for nine mil. <laughs> looks, like, looks like something off a barat. So I am it's massive. Yeah. Looking forward to trying that out. And I will be shooting it this weekend too. But uh, the weekend, we ended up going for a hike, and I wanted to open carry because we were in the wilderness and thought most the best pistol for me because I wasn't going to go subcompact if I'm open carrying. And I figured, okay, well, I'll take my 226. Well, I didn't really, I have a holster, but I didn't want to use drop hanger, like Jico drop hanger. So went to the gun stop and actually picked up this kit. It came with an outside of the waistband and inside the waistband holster oh, cool. and two pack it says uh it'll hold over 150 models so it is a universal holster it's it's not kydex it's a really thin like plastic and i mean it's actually surprisingly comfortable and so i just i pulled out a few handguns just to show like 226 it's nice and snug in there and it was it was pretty comfortable for two and a half miles of hiking and we got the glock 17 it's in there just beautiful and the zev would if if the glock fits the zev will generally think as soon as i hear one size fits all that's code word for one size fits nothing (laughs) yeah usually but Hmm. now here's a real test glock 48 it's a little looser for sure, uh, but especially once you get a belt on there, it would actually retain that. Hmm. Not half bad. The Taurus would fit, except for the optic. The optic hits. Uh, but I have a feeling the Taurus would actually fit in there as well. So you could probably actually, just notch it out. Notch yeah, out the get a Dremel out, and away you go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like you said, Dave, uh, universal usually means crap for everything, but I'm actually pretty surprised by it, and not bad. That's pretty slick. Uh, and then we got the, we got, we're putting on a match here this weekend. It's our fifth Saturday of the month, so usually that's like a SEAL challenge or some special match, and so we're doing a first responder match, and uh, yeah, actually there's really good match for first responders because i think top there's a gun for the top first responder or top three first responders are getting guns and that's so yeah that's our meeting tomorrow night i'll be shooting that on saturday and i'll be shooting both limited and pcc for that is that to see like how how quickly and humanely an emt can dispatch a, a, a victim 
That's just not going to make it. They're a first responder. We need them yep. to be like on their game. They need to oh, yeah. draw fire. We, we got uh, fire department. When it sounds like we got fire department coming out and sheriffs, maybe some city PD. Nice. It uh, should be a good turnout. Uh, they posted the stages, and there is going to be a lot more movement and stage planning than our normal monthly match. So I am definitely excited for that because I do like stage planning and having to come up with a good plan. And I do like movement and figuring out the smoothest way to get through a stage. So, so yeah. Other than that, that is it for me. Well, I'm waiting for a trigger. I've got to shoot this match without new trigger because uh, my Timney has not arrived yet. But uh, working on some stuff with them that hopefully I can share soon. And yeah. Anyways, uh, Adriel, what did you get up to? A couple things. My uh, my credit card's on fire right now. I've been buying all sorts of stuff. <laughs> There's so many good deals. Like, you guys know some of the deals. And uh, yeah. it's a good deal. I can't stop myself. So last weekend, <clears throat> I did the Kananaskis doubleheader. So I drove down uh, along with Tom, one of the other. Uh, Maple Seed Shoot Bosses. We drove down to kind of like Banff area, the mountains between Alberta and BC. Did a couple of Maple Seeds there. Went great. Weather was fantastic. And uh, yeah, it was super smooth. Those guys are super accommodating. And it was it was a great event. Uh, I have Chaz this weekend. Uh, that one's also, all these are all completely sold out. Oh, Chaz won this weekend, sold out. And uh, and that's it for the season. So uh, a, a four weekend <laughs> Uh, stint of uh, maple seeds and then I'm done and then I'm on to everything else uh, which is uh, another three weekends of other stuff that uh, that's going to be gun related so uh, I think that I, I did this last year too though last year I'm pretty sure I had like uh, a stint of maybe three or four months where every weekend was on the range and uh, it's going to be similar this year uh, I have been chopping 300 blackout cases I got that baby's first chop saw that uh, I showed you guys last week, and uh, just oh, it works so good. I've just been chopping so many cases down, and uh, they are flat. They're they're flat, so it's been working. I'm using it. I've got a trimmer coming as well, so that I'll use the chop saw to trim, say like five thou off or something, and I'll use the proper trimmer to get myself like a nice square uh, mouth to it, or at least sure see does. if I even need it. I might not. Like I have I a pilot trimmer, five thousand rounds. Wow. <laughs> no, no. It's a. I'm just gonna run a straight pull, so I'm probably just gonna make a hundred, and that's probably gonna be tons for for a while. Um, my one of my kids has been enjoying the 3D printer class at school, so I bought one of those. So it should be here tomorrow. I'm gonna Which say like for the for the kids, uh, Creality. <laughs> Their newest one. They have a new one they replaced. They uh, uh, released like two weeks ago. Or recently here, anyways. Um, FV, Ender 3, S3. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. We'll see what I get up to with that. Print some cool stuff. One of the people was recommending like, oh, what about like a, a die holder? I'm like, yeah, I've got some die. Like, I, I got Ooh. some four dies where it's like, oh, I don't have the right case for it. It'd be cool to like make a case for each one and maybe like emboss in like the cartridge that it is and that kind of thing. That would be slick. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Maybe some of that stuff. Um, that'll be here tomorrow. 
and then uh, Tanda had a deal. I don't know if they still have. They're probably sold out. Six hundred dollars per thousand rounds of two two three American Eagle. I bought nice. that. Nice. Six hundred bucks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So bought that, <laughs> and then uh, Rangeview Sports. I'm going to show this for the gun stuff today, but they have a killer deal right now on MRX mags. Uh, Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for MRX mags. So. Wow. I got some of those, and then someone's like, oh, they also have deals on pistol mags, and I would have seen that first. I would have added those in there, too, because they also have a very killer deal on some pistol mags. Uh, and then a uh, buddy of mine dropped off this for review. This is a Type 81 SR. This is the Dragonoff-looking one. So mm-hmm. in comparison to... I had the LMG one, and I tried the regular one with the grenade launcher thing on the end and all that kind of stuff. This is like more of a lightweight dragon off style one. Uh, I doesn't look it. What's that? But no optic. Not. Well, I just ordered actually like while you were talking about what you did in guns, I ordered the stuff I need to, uh, uh, remedy that situation. Um, this one comes with these like side pins on it that are threaded. And the idea there is you put a side plate on there and then you put like an AK style mount site side mount on there. Uh, so I ordered uh, the finest Chineseium one off of Amazon, uh, which should be fantastic. This is actually kind of a cool rifle. Uh, they come with like a strap on cheek rest on it. So if you want to go to a scope, you put the little cheek rest on. I got it over here. It's like a a wood with a metal buckle on it. It's kind of a kind of a wild setup, uh, but that just kind of gets popped on right about there, and then you can run a scope <laughs> with it. Without that, though, the cheek rest is uh, that's pretty good for for the iron sights, which are stupid because they're Type eighty one sights. And if you ever if you've ever shot them, like the rear sights, like real wonky on it, but. And it's like two feet in front of your face. So. <laughs> well, and it, it, not that it's um, it's a T, and then it's covered on the top. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you're interested, go to my, go to the Hunting Gear Guy Facebook page. I've got a photo of the rear sight, and you can see like how weird it looks uh, on there. Um, this thing comes with like five round these tiny little short mags because I think it's it's looking it's trying to look like a, a dragon off right. Keep in mind it's seven sixty by thirty nine. It's not by fifty four, um, but the rest of it looks quite good. It looks quite good. Um, one thing I don't like the length of pull on this thing is so short. Oh my god, it's short. Like normally I sh- like that should hit my bicep right, and it's like it's got another like inch or two to go there. So yeah, also not some little Chinese dude, dude. I don't think they use this in combat. I think this is just like something to approximate the look of a. This is 13 and a half for Stop. a length of pull. So that should be fine. It just feels really tiny. Oh, that is a weird sight. What the hell is that? It's like yeah, the you know, faceplate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Um, so th- this is the optics ready one. Uh, so. I ordered the side mounting plate that screws on there, and then the uh, the mounts you could just put on. <laughs> and again, I ordered the, the cheapest one off Amazon. It was $29, so we'll see how that does. Um, I haven't shot the gun. Actually, I don't even think it has been shot. No, this gun has not been shot. So I'll be uh, shooting it and cleaning it very well so that my buddy uh, keeps letting me borrow his guns. 
Make sure you put the Cosmoline back on. <clears throat> yeah, uh, slide it off. No. Oh, that's one cool thing that this one has. Uh, this one has a, a trigger um, over travel stop on it. Oh. Oh, that's yeah, cool. So take take a look at that trigger. You can see that oh. little over over travel there. So you pull yeah. and there it is. Basic and works. Neat. What are the trigger pull is on this thing? Do you think it's better than the BCL Siberian? I think anything's better than the BCL Siberian. Oh, I, I bet Let's you it works out. more. Let's find out. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have the, the parts breakage issues. or the no, Actually, I didn't have any parts breakage, but I did have a lot of jams. Let's see what we've got. That's still going to be pretty heavy, though. Do, 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 do. It's less. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. How many pounds? Seven and a half. That's, so it's that's like awful. two pounds lighter than the Siberian? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite creepy, though, too. Yeah, but uh, with that over with that over travel stop in there, that's quite nice because you don't get any 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 travel pass there. Why is it set for seven? That's too far. Anywho, uh, just wanted to show that, and uh, I think that's all my stuff. I got some other stuff in the works that's going to be like on the way. I was I was mentioning just before the show, like sometimes I I got like a a gun for review and and I might have like one for half a year and then sometimes like a flood of them comes in and I've I've got a flood of them coming in, but I don't want to talk about them until I've got them in hand and you guys can all see them. So all right. That's about it for me. Thank you. Uh in upcoming events, we have a Chaz Ladies Day on October 14th. Uh, BTSA Ipsic Rifle and PCC match on October 21st. Uh, Ipsic Ontario Shotgun Provincials is uh, coming up this weekend. So it's September 29th to October 1st. It's in Waterloo, 14 stages, and registration is on the Ipsic Ontario site. Uh, Dave, you want to mention the ORA events again? Yeah, there's a practical precision match on this weekend on Saturday. You can find it on the Ontario Rifle Association.ca slash events calendar, which is a PRS type match. I think they shoot out to about five, 450 meters, 450 yards, and it's all steel. So it's uh, pretty awesome. It's over at uh, Base Borden. And then October, there is a. And we'll talk about that next week. We got time on that one. Okay. So PPS this weekend. Go go shoot it. All right. Uh, in the news, uh, federal judge overturns California ban on high capacity gun mags, uh, gun magazines. Regular capacity gun mags. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ha! Take that, California. Tomorrow the streets yeah. will run red with blood and uh, the yeah. children and uh, yeah the usual door yeah. door. Good. Yeah, they're trying more sweeping gun legislation in California too, and immediately taken to court. Although surprisingly, California was not as bold as New Mexico. No, oh, what New Mexico do? Uh, Leon Grisham, well, it's been stayed, but uh, banned conceal and. Basically, possessing a firearm oh, in Albuquerque fair. and Bernalillo County, but mm -hmm. the 
courts did put a stay on that and actually monday next week all the court cases are being heard at once that was the one that they had a lot of gang shootings so then they said they had to not allow licensed people to carry guns yes ah Mm -hmm. i see because science that makes sense uh, California also today introduced a new uh, tax on guns and ammunition. Was it twenty percent to pay for school security? Wow! Wow! Right? <laughs> like, yes, uh, <laughs> because it, science it started with California, <laughs> and, and then that's that. That's yeah. true. It's like Florida, California man passes gun law. Um. Who put in the uh, this tea, uh, this uh, story about uh, <laughs> LOL Nazis? LOL Nazis. I, wanna, I, I you really want to talk that. about that. I do. I do want to talk about it. Not Go because ahead, it's gun related, but fill, just fill your was, uh, fill your saddle or uh, it, it is it is the most embarrassing and the most amazing thing to ever come out of the House of Parliament in Canada. So for those of you who maybe haven't heard, which was several people at work this morning when I walked around the office laughing for an hour, um, Anthony Rota, the Speaker of the House, uh, Mr. Zelensky, the President of, of Ukraine, was over uh, for a little little show to, I don't know. Ask for money. Ask for money and distract from Trudeau's issues, I guess. Yeah. And rah, 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 Ukraine, the usual stuff. And uh, they invited a uh, a Ukrainian-Canadian gentleman uh, from who who served in World War II to to come. And uh, Anthony Rota realized... He fought fought the Russians. He fought the Russians. So Mm -hmm. Russians bad, Ukrainians good. And I think maybe the person that wrote the little intro was maybe like a 20-year-old intern who had never heard of World War II or like very vaguely knew something about it, but knew that the Russians were bad. So Anthony Rota is reading the intro for this gentleman and uh, mentions he's a Canadian hero, he's a Ukrainian hero, and he fought against Russian aggression in World War II. And that was the moment when Anthony paused for a second and his eyebrows went up. And I think something in his head went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, thanked him for his service with the Waffen SS. For those of you not familiar with the Waffen SS, they were the ones that did most of the bad things in World War II mm. and were quite well known for doing the bad things. And the particular unit he served with did a lot of bad stuff to a lot of people, including the Polish. So the Polish are unimpressed. The Jews are unimpressed. Everyone is unimpressed. And everyone in Parliament stood up and clapped. And then the Russians immediately ran that as propaganda. And that is apparently the number one news headline in Russia today. Canadian Parliament plus Zelensky gives standing ovation to Nazi soldier from World War II. Oh. That's, that's not propaganda. That's what really happened. Yeah. It, it, it is, actually. It's just they didn't know it at the time. So Anthony has since resigned, but that took a long time. And then Trudeau apologized. But, I mean, that's like three days after we found out. Yeah, days, him so. apologizing doesn't mean anything. No. Exactly. But I I honestly don't know how you recover from this. I mean, the House of the Speaker said, you know, please raise your right hand and welcome a war hero. And what the hell? Like, oh, that's so high. What are you guys doing? Yeah, that's that's not how you're supposed (laughs) to raise your hand. Clip your boot heels (laughs) together and get those right hands in the air. (laughs) Oh, boy. I just love it because you couldn't make it up. Yeah. I, I. 
I keep expecting John Cleese to just just yeah. come in from the side winds and go, oh, I've just been having you guys on or something. Like this is like we handed over Parliament to the Beaverton to write and just no one's noticed yet. Uh, like it's, of errors. I, I literally couldn't write this stuff if I sat down and actually put effort into it. It is the most I the ridiculous stuff the ever. Right? The truckers are Nazis? Right. Yeah, I mean, this and this yet, guy didn't you, look like a trucker. You call other people Nazis, and yet there's one sitting right in front of you and you can't spot them. So they're hanging out with people who are Nazis. Right. Maybe that's you're what just said about the truckers. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're bad at spotting Nazis. Nazi adjacent. Just, just throwing that out. Nazi adjacent. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because it is the most ridiculous thing. And I have no idea how you come back from this. Like, if I did something like that at work, I would probably do the honorable thing and take myself out because I don't know what else you do about that. Like, how do you. <laughs> You're going to get us demonetized on. Not uh, demonetized, anyways. I was say we're already but, uh... demonetized. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think we're good, Dave. Thank uh, you. Anyway, can, as you were, enjoy the clown show. <laughs> and then we have one more news story. So the CSSA. Uh, put out a bulletin that the Port Colburn City Council wants to add more restrictions to trap and skeet shooting at the Port Colburn and District Conservation Club, which has existed on this property for over 60 years. Um, I don't know much about this. Anybody else? I think they were trying to protest it. It went, it was a protest or at least voicing opinions last night. Okay. So. Hopefully it went well. <laughs> Yeah, they ask people to show up to that. That's, um, if you're not familiar, that's like right next to Niagara Falls, super close to like the U.S.-Canadian border. Okay. I'm just taking a look at Google Maps. It's a fairly recent imagery from 2023, and I didn't even see any subdivisions around the place. What's, like, who's complaining? Bill's backhoe Mm -hmm. service? They're probably not complaining. No. Or they're planning on developing there, and they're trying to Stop it soon. Push them Someone out, bought yeah. it for the cheap, and now they want to like get the gun club out of there so that cheap land turns into expensive land. Uh, and they can enjoy their country peace because that's what they were sold when they moved out of the city, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, there is uh, there is nothing around that place. It is uh, it is nowhere common middle of, mm. so that's weird. Nazi free. Probably some <laughs> like the rest of Canada, oddly enough, other than the Parliament buildings. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, New gun stuff brought to you by Bullseye North. Need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR with a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply like ammo. Subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals. Well, they got a a hot deal now or like a hot thing that they're doing now. Um, Tell us. Tell us. Free shipping on ammo as long Excellent. as it's over two hundred and fifty dollars, which will cover you on all of your like big thousand round packs, which yep. I like because me too. One thing I, one thing I like about um, about some of Bullseye's competitors is free shipping on every on on things over two hundred fifty dollars. And now that they have it, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to buy from them more often because they have good deals on lots of stuff. It's just ooh, how much is shipping gonna be? Those mags I bought earlier. I had to buy a whole crap load of them to make it even worth the, the free shipping. I didn't even really want to do it, but uh, yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah. So 
They've got free shipping on older orders over $250. Some exceptions. Uh, so if you live in the middle of nowhere, you're not going to get the free shipping. So Makes tough sense. luck. But you should already be used to that since you chose to live in the middle of nowhere. Makes sense. Yeah. Get less services because you're in the middle of nowhere. Anyway, uh, other things. Uh, oh, you know what I should do? I should share my screen so you guys can see like this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there have been some reasonable deals on 22 recently. Uh, I would say that uh, you can get 22 at less than 10 cents around at like nine or eight. Um, and you can get good stuff for that. So don't buy crap at that price. So when I say crap, uh, federal blue box, I consider that stuff crap compared to blazer. Blazer is more accurate than federal blue box. I have tested. Uh, oh boy. How many groups did I shoot? Hmm. Uh, eight five round groups of both of this stuff, and uh, Blazer's better. So buy Blazer. Cabela's has it on for forty bucks for a four hundred and twenty five round pour pack right now. I would buy that before I bought the. The nice thing about the the Federal though is that it's copper plated, so it doesn't get you don't get like lead build up on your fingertips if you take it out and shoot some gophers and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it does run good in some guns, but I find the Blazer runs better in more guns. Uh, the big deal that Cabela's has right now, they have the BX triggers on for $99. Well, $100. Bucks. They, have, they have the BX triggers for $100. Bucks. I am putting my credit card into Cabela's as we speak. Uh, you went. <laughs> you used the show link, right? I show did link. use the show link. Yes. Oh, All right. Well, I used it a while ago, and I don't think it showed up on our thing. because yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, for listeners, uh, that BX trigger is a fantastic price. Any great trigger for your 1022 yeah. if you're looking to upgrade it um that's the most value price best way of doing it um yeah, yeah use the link on sci-fi radio to yeah because if you jump up buy. if you jump up to a kid it's we're talking what four 250 300 yeah or i think it's four or 450 now <laughs> okay it's, been it's a, a lot of money and it's it's like <laughs> what the gun is worth so the bx to me is an excellent upgrade and i use mine for hunting anyway so i don't want a real fidgety trigger yeah yeah in my little, gu- my little gucci gray birch so let's we'll see how this runs i've yeah. tested the other ones like i've tested the volkortsen's got a hammer and sear combo that you can you can put in that uh, that's also a pretty good deal uh and then oh i tested another one i think it was my tandem cross and that one was pretty good as well but expensive this one's like great middle of the road and it's a whole trigger pack you just now you don't just swap it in dave when you get yours you're going to take that bolt release out and you're going to give it a little kiss with the dremel get that little spur off of it right mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we were talking about that actually just a slight aside we were talking at uh, maple seed on the weekend because there were so many 1022s I hate 1022s. They're terrible guns. I mean, there's just so many very garbage. Updated. There's so many garbage design decisions. They have the worst bolt release ever. Mm-hmm. Mag release is trash. The Can default stock on them is garbage. Absolutely. Why do they have a curved yeah. back? It's not a machine gun. And why, why is oh, yeah. the cone in so their, low? In their stock form, I would say the similar thing to like a Remington 700. Yeah. Off the shelf, they're not great, but once you there's so many parts available for them and you can just build that into something actually yeah. pretty, pretty good. And that's the thing, right? You can tweak them. You can do amazing stuff with them. You can really make them into a cool gun, but honestly out of the box, they're trash. <laughs> just not, they're not <laughs> worth the money. 
they're not no, worth no. the three four hundred dollars that uh, that you pay for them out of the box. But like, what is it these days? Like, uh, if you get the A twenty, the Savage A twenty two is okay, but that stupid firing pin retaining pin fails on it all the time, and then they start failing. Like, uh, I've seen that multiple times. Uh, what else are you looking at? A bolt action. And get yourself like a, a CZ 455 or 457. Those are better, obviously. Uh, or you go custom and you spend a thousand bucks on a Ruger 1022 that is badass, but has no Ruger parts in it. Yeah. 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 A thousand bucks, you have a badass 1022. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's, it's not the Ruger, though. It's, it's, yeah. it's 1022 adjacent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Over there with the Nazis. <laughs> uh, Rangeview Sports. Okay, the MRX mags, they come for 20 bucks right now. If you're in their area, just go buy some like in person. Like, geez, that's cheap. Uh, if you've got the Kiappa M122, they got those for $14. Damn. High point nine millimeter mags, 30 bucks. I'd buy those, but I'm going to hack my uh, high point. Yeah. Use some other mags. CZ Scorpion Evo, fifteen bucks. Not that that matters because I don't think you can have these in Just Canada. Say that's super handy. It'll look great, and you're safe. Yeah, they're prohibited. Um, th- how do I get to their? How do I get to the pistol magazine sale that they have? Oh, there it is, right there, right on the top. Yeah, this is really good. The CZ Shadow Cadet magazine, seventeen sixty. That's wow. hot. Uh. Mechar mags for the CZ uh, Shadow 2 or whatever, 35 bucks. 1911 mags, they're right around like 22. Put some down below here. Cheap, anyways. If you want extended like 10 round 1911 mag, Pro Mag, 23 bucks. Uh, Terra TM9 magazine, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, 28 bucks. Mechar 1911 officers mags, 15 bucks. Like, this is, these are some really good prices. Mm-hmm. 1911 uh, 45 ACP magazine, eight rounds, $18. It's a mag. That's a good magazine. Yeah. They got some good stuff. Anyways, that's at uh, Rangeview Sports. I'm not sure how long that sale's going for, but that is really good. Canada, I wanted to show this because like, these aren't guns I normally look at, but uh, they look cool. Uh, so Canada's gun store has the Benelli M4T Pro. Uh, it's in brown, has a collapsible stock, uh, pistol grip, and a forend on it that is real funky looking. Can you enlarge that? That almost looks like a Briley. Uh, that's as that is exactly what that is. That's the Briley handguard. Okay, tube on it. Yep. Uh, those are thirty two fifty. Not the price range of shotguns I typically buy, but uh, they look cool anyway. So I wanted to show it. And then they've got yeah, just a couple of other ones. Big rails on the top. A Benelli and... M4 with a classic stock. Nice. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, with a standard that stock. That classic yeah. stock is four hundred bucks if you want to buy that to put on your M4. <laughs> Damn. But why would you? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I should why preface. It was four hundred bucks. Four. Five years ago? Oh, so now it's like five or like six. six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why you'd want to put a classic stock on an M4. I, I guess if you just like that stock. Shooting, look, shooting three gun. The pistol grip shotguns, unless it's a detachable mag, you're much better off with the classic stock. Really? Yeah. Yeah, to tuck it, tuck it underneath your arm. 
it's better. Oh, it's gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, for loading and carrying yeah. around. Uh, uh, Nordic Marksman has their Oktoberfest sale on right now. 10% store, uh, store-wide free shipping on orders over 750 bucks. Uh, yeah, it's good. Tesro has a bunch of Eamon Tech pistol parts. These pistol parts are for CZ, Glock, Sig, and 1911. <laughs> They're things like recoil springs. They've got the slide stop for the CZ Shadow 2. It's a solid one. I wonder if that means it doesn't break. Uh, they've got uh, <laughs> red dot mounts for the CZ. They've got uh, trigger spring tools for some of the trickier things on the CZ. And then they've got like uh, spring upgrades and that kind of thing. So, oh, look at that. Uh, slide stop with thumb rest for CZ75. Oh, it's like a gas hmm. pedal on the side there. Very nice. Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. That would fit my shadow. I believe it would be. Yeah, competition spring kits for CZ3799. That's a pretty good price for all those springs. Hmm. Anyways, they got that at Tezro. Northern Leet has a sale on Gersan MC312. So if you want the internet to accuse you of running uh, the wrong kind of ammo and not following the breaking procedure that doesn't exist in the manual. Uh, <laughs> As we got, all do. <laughs> just had to throw that in there. Okay, if you're looking at hunting ducks or geese, they've got the camel version for $4.99. they got the black Ooh. version for $4.49. Ooh, this, these are really nice. good prices. I think I paid $500. I think $4.99 or something like that for mine. These are really good prices. Um it's it an inertial the- system, so it's not gas; mm-hmm. it's inertia. So it's gonna it's gonna run clean. Not gonna need to be clean that often. And uh, yeah, nice. if you're looking for a three gun shotgun, four hundred and fifty bucks is absolutely the lowest you're gonna get for a reliable semi-automatic yeah. shotgun. Now, who did they rip off to make those? Benelli. 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 The Benelli um, patent expired uh, fairly recently here, and that's why we've been seeing all these inertial shotguns coming out. Inertial is a better system. Yeah. I had one of those. Somebody had one of those out at the range last week, and they were shooting it, and they put a ridiculous amount of ammo through it, like zero problems, Mm -hmm. super, super fast, too, like super fast. Oh, my God, you could clear the mag on that thing, zippy. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It shot real good. He He was quite happy with it. Yeah, some of the gas ones will be faster, like a, a Beretta uh, 1500, 1301. Beretta 1301 will be faster, but you never need to clean these. That Beretta 1301, you will need to clean the gas. Uh, Your pistons the, and everything. The yeah. gas piston has some small holes in it that will get, do get clogged up, and you need to clean it after you know 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 rounds or so. This, not so much. And with the 1301... You can't get as nice or sloped of a uh, load port as you can mm. with something like an M2 or and that. Just something with that receiver, but it, it is an amazingly fast shotgun. Yeah, the Beretta is. Yeah. Uh, someone else put this in. Kinetic. Yeah, I put this in. I saw this on just a quick reel. They are QD M lock rail mounts. So they this just pinch here? the ends and you. Now have a QD pick rail for your M lock. Like oh. it's not just your standard QD. Like the rail is QD. Oh, so it goes on and off quickly. How how does yeah. it do that? It's just it's got two sl- two buttons, one on either end, oh. and it wedges itself onto the M lock oh. slot. Oh, oh that's awesome. okay. 
I hate hemlock. It's such a pain in the ass. That's cool. I wonder how. Uh, I wonder how, how much abuse it stands up to. Like back and forth abuse. Because if it's spring loaded yeah. on the sides there, I wonder how much it takes before it. Oh, probably not. Interesting. It seemed really solid. But yeah, because yeah, cool I, I saw. I kind of agree with Dave. Like, I don't really like like putting them. Well, I guess key, key one is just as bad, but like putting the accessories on you often, like you put Sucks. it in the slot, you turn it, it turns the nut, and it doesn't fucking engage, and this looks yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a very cool idea. Neat. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Stinger has a new box. Uh, CCI Stinger has a, a new box. And uh, oh, it's because it's for the 40th anniversary. It's classier, though. It's a good looking box. Nice looking box. That's what she said. Okay. Yeah. And for tonight's main topic, I'd like to uh, welcome uh, father daughter shooting team, Ava and Gabriel Jones. Welcome. Thank you very much. Welcome, guys. I'll start, I'll start off with uh, Gabriel. Um, I know you have a similar shooting experience to me where you, you uh, picked up guns and shooting late in life. So uh, tell us about it. Yeah, well, uh, around when I was like 29, I would say, I uh, I decided I wanted to take my hunting course and um, did that. My wife uh, found that really hard. And uh, finally, I really uh, jumped into it. And um, I the first like 10 years were more like uh, deer hunting in, in the waterfall, but... Uh, in 2020, I started to uh, shoot uh, rimfire and uh, rimfire competition, and now this is uh, my main uh, hobby related to guns. So yeah. And by ma- main hobby, you mean you go somewhere almost every weekend now? Almost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when the schedule permits it, yeah. yeah. And. And Ava, when did your dad first take you to the to the range? The first time you would have uh, shot a gun? I think I maybe be twelve. Twelve, okay. And, and what what would, what did you think? Did you think it was like cool and fun, or was it kind of freaky? <laughs> well, it was cool, but didn't really thought that I was gonna go this far with it. Okay. Okay. And uh, and you guys actually shoot matches together, which I've shot with you. And so, when um, when's the first time you would have would you brought her to an actual match to to participate? So our first match must have been uh, a RPS match in Sidsville, for sure. Um, she she shot a couple the first year. I think she also shot the. Uh, the infamous uh, match that was minus 40 that uh, <laughs> like uh, Matt uh, did a video on it that lasted five minutes because everything died and the tablets and uh, weren't working so we had to pick everything by hand but uh, yeah that she 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 won that in production uh, in youth actually and uh, half the people didn't go through the um, the uh, safety briefing as was so called. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was two years ago, I guess. In... And uh, after shooting in minus forty, you actually wanted to go back, Ava? Well, maybe. Well, I guess so because I'm still here. But yeah. And uh, what did uh, what did you think of uh, your 
first match? Were you nervous? Were you like excited to be shooting with your dad? I'm pretty sure I was nervous, but I think it I think it went well, and I was kind of excited too because that's like in all sports, like new sports, you're excited. But yeah, I was pretty nervous though. I remember. Yeah, awesome. And and how did you feel, Dad? with her shooting the first time? Well, it's always fun to uh, be able to uh, do an activity with your uh, your kids that you both like and share, share, well, both like. And it's uh, usually you go to like a soccer game or hockey and you're you're in the stands and uh, they're doing something and or the other way around. But now we're doing it together. So it's pretty cool. And dad's pretty proud. Nice. And you have a younger son that you've you've uh, taken to matches as well, correct? Yes, you go also uh, shoots with me. Uh, he's not on tonight because his English is uh, <laughs> is not on par for uh, for uh, podcasts. So, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he does that with me too. I uh, alternate because uh, shooting with both of them at the same time is. Uh, a lot of work, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that. So, I, I know you take, I know you take the shooting seriously, and you want to do well, like, like as you should. But you're also trying to balance uh, helping her or helping him when you're there. And with with precision rimfire, you're working on uh, your, you know, the dope information and getting ready for the for the props and all that stuff. So, how do you balance? How do you balance it? And do you find that it gets easier over time? Uh, well, um, for sure, like, uh, when, when I bring a kid, it's a lot of more mental work. Um, you're always doing something because you, you finish doing your part, your, your dope card, and, uh, you, uh, you start to, to do, uh, theirs. So, um, with ROing and spotting and trying to help, um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's hard on the mental, mental game. You don't have a lot of time to, uh, just like get the right mindset so um but it's i mean it, it's i guess it's what you have to go through to to be able to uh, to shoot with your kids and it's uh it's well well worth it i guess yeah makes sense and and it has to get a little bit easier as, as she gets more comfortable too right and then well yeah she's so lately she's well this year she's been starting to do her like ritual read the uh the, the the match booklet so she she has an idea of what she she needs to do she'll uh, she'll load her her mags and mine when I have too much stuff to do and uh, started to play around with the uh, Kestrel so um, at one point uh, I'm hoping that uh, she's gonna do my cards and I'll uh, just shoot but uh, not probably not next year <laughs> so for Ava what do you what do you most enjoy about like the the PRS shooting well, my dad do everything, do all the work, and I just shoot. <laughs> That's it. And I like that. Just it practice for like everything in life, just shooting, and it's a great experience, a great sport too. Okay, and, I've and seen you don't your... ha- you don't have to pay for the ammo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Working on that. But, uh, no. <laughs> That's my my kids turn turn my money into noise when we go to the range. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice. 
and and for Ava, what what like what are the things that you're you find yourself that you need to work on when you're when you're shooting that you're, you're let's say struggling with right now that you want to get better at uh, bringing my bag to the stage. <laughs> bringing your bag. To <laughs> yeah, I, I like forget it a lot, but I think mostly it's just like stop moving when I try to shoot, not be like as stressed as I am right now, take uh, some confidence with the the stage and everything. That's mostly uh, it. Stay concentrated? Yeah. Stay concentrated, yeah. Don't don't eat all the M&Ms in the trail mix. <laughs> uh, give you a sugar rush for sure. Nice. Hmm? I don't know what to no, okay. about. <laughs> So this uh, this past weekend, uh, you guys both shot at the CRPS Nationals at Avonmore. And uh, another cool thing was that you were in a squad with another father-daughter. So tell me about that experience. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we shot with um, Mark and Peyton. And, um, and also uh, her mother, Joe was there. She wasn't shooting. Uh, Peyton is also part of Team Apex, so it was our first time meeting them. We had uh, chat a lot on the on the uh, social media, but uh, our first match together, and yeah, it was a lot of fun because the girls were uh, connecting for sure. Like, it's not uh, often that uh, they get to shoot with other girls or, bo or boys of their or of their age, so uh, it was nice to see. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, a lot of fun, and uh, like I was saying, it's. It's really sad that they live so far away, but uh, we'll try to uh, to repeat the experience uh, next year for sure. If, if for if for Ava, how is it? How is it shooting with somebody your age in in a at a match? Well, I think it's like cool because you have somebody to talk to, and it's not like it's more fun because you have somebody to speak with, and you're not alone too. Because I'm most likely alone. I don't have competition. So I, if I don't have competition, I don't like work myself to do better. So that's one thing that I like. And also I make friends. So that's the most thing that, that's the best. Good. And do you kind of find you, you're watching her when she's shooting too? Yeah. To try to pick up, maybe is she? Uh, do you know if she was more experienced in terms of like how if how long she's been shooting? I don't know about that. Um, just met her and we a little bit with her. Okay. I think they're about at the same skill level. Though they're pretty close. Um, I, I don't know how how long she's been shooting, but uh, she's uh, she's a good shooter, and uh, yeah. Yeah, she has the potential for sure. Great. And so, how was how was the match overall in terms of uh, the stages and how it ran? It was a great great event. Uh, really fun. Um, there was um, the win wasn't too bad, but it was uh, tailwind, and it was switching on us from left to right, and it picked up a little bit, but. Um, we had a great, like two great days, like like around twenty twenty five, and no no rain. So, uh, but it was uh, a nice nice match uh, that uh, Travis uh, put on for us. Yep. And it was 20, 20 stages over two days, correct? 
Yeah, so we shot 12 on the first day to try to finish up a little early for those that were traveling, because for once it wasn't us, because uh, even more is like our own match for us. It's the closest one we get. It's about 45 minutes from our place, so um, yeah. And how, uh, so Vareva, how did you feel shooting 12 stages in one day? What were you thinking like towards the end? Did you still have lots of energy and you're excited or? I was having a lot of energy through like the day because I have, because like Peyton and her mom were there. But if I was alone, I'm pretty sure that I will say it was kind of boring. At some time in like the day, I was like, I want to sleep just put the mat and go sleep through the stage. 12, 12 round is, is long, even for you, you see adults so that, that. Yeah, it's not, most matches aren't, you're not shooting more than, let's say 10 in a day. Probably. Yeah, it's a, so uh, 12 is hard, like on your, your mental game, you, you, you get tired, your, the sun is uh, getting, in, uh, getting you and uh, sometimes you don't eat enough. And so, yeah, for 12 round is a, is a big day for of shooting for sure. Uh, Mike, Mike, who I believe was in your squad, mentions a tire stage. So tell us, uh, tell us about that. Yeah, that one was uh, <laughs> it was a mind uh, mind uh, twister for sure because so the the, the numbers were uh, not that it didn't have any uh, real um, didn't they weren't following each other and um, you had to uh, to move and do two different sequences completely with, with, without any. Um, Real uh, sequence, oh, uh, order, order, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a hard one, uh, and I, we 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 shot that one the, the last of the the second day, and uh, yeah, my 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 mental game wasn't <laughs> wasn't on par because uh, I mixed up the, the order and uh, got off sequence, and yeah, it, that was a tough one for sure. Uh, it happens. Any other any other particular stages that stood out good or good or bad over the two days? Yeah, the the, the, the two we had two uh, range it uh, find it range it to the stage. Uh, first day we weren't allowed to use um, the rangefinder. We we had to use a reticle. So um, that uh, that one was and you had like uh, one minute to to range everything and two minutes to shoot your uh, twelve shots. And the second day, you, you had another one. That now that you had, uh, you were allowed to use the rangefinder. But they—I don't know if they did it on purpose or it's just it was the way it was. But the targets were so close to the the grass that like everybody was struggling of getting like good numbers off the uh, the targets. And you you can you can like really use the trick of going down the post and trying to hit the ground. So. Um, yeah, and that one was uh, was a real hard for me too. So. But um, one one guy in our squad, well, actually Mark, he he, he didn't have a rangefinder, so he used the reticle on the second day and he cleaned it. So, wow! I think the next time I'm uh, I'll just uh, I'll just keep the, the rangefinder in the bag and uh, use the reticle. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Um, you uh, you mentioned Apex, so tell us about your your relationship with them for the both of you. Yeah, um, well, me, Eva, and Hugo are all uh, supported shooters for the team Apex. Uh, we got on the team this year and uh, around January, I guess they were they were asking for um, 
of family shooting yeah, and kids. So like a lot of people and my friends were were pushing me to uh, to go ahead and uh, register for that. So I finally did. And we got some news uh, shortly after that. And we had a good uh, chat with them. And we're uh, now part of uh, Team Apex. And it's uh, it's been a pleasant experience for sure. Okay. I actually I got to meet them last week. Well, not late, last weekend, but two weekends ago. We went down to, uh, to uh, MKM in uh, Pennsylvania for the... Um, yeah, the PRS uh, regional finals, and I got to meet Carly and Vanio and well in person for the first time, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, and that was actually there. They they sponsored that event, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They sponsored the the Northeast region uh, uh, PRS season and uh, the finals. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think they picked a great family too, but I'm, I might be a little bit biased. So. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, so let's talk about. I know, I know you. Um, you're pretty competitive, yes. and uh, you're doing very well. I've seen uh, just the time that I've I've known you. I've seen how much you've improved, and uh, so with mentioning that match, but before that, you shot the uh, the Northern Rimfire Series finale. Yeah, and you finished fourth, and I think it was out of eighty shooters. So obviously, that was a great finish. Yeah. Um, what, so, what do you take out of what do you take out of there? Do you do you feel? Does it feel like a success? Do you feel like oh, if I had made a few more shots, I would have finished top three? Like, what's your um, mental state? I guess after after that. Well, I, I was I was I was I was more than. Uh, satisfied because uh, um, this year was uh, has been overwhelming for sure like with, with the sponsor and and I don't know if it's <laughs> it's related or what but my uh, my numbers went went up um, and I've been having a really good year this year and finishing fourth and Magnata one was uh, well, was an unexpected was I, I was like hoping a top 10 but uh yeah finishing fourth was uh i was really happy with that especially with like some of like a lot of team canada guys were there coming back from italy um a lot of other teammates from uh, team apex were there and uh it was uh like a lot of uh, good shooter were there so i was happy to, with my result for sure nice and then the the weekend after you you shot the the apex event yeah greg mentions that uh it must be the scope so yeah that's it <laughs> well I, I was shooting their scope before i got sponsored so uh <laughs> so it worked out yeah um yeah well yeah after i i, I so with that finish in magnano one um that that got me my 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 prs um, ranking got like bumped um i think it in 30th place for the northeast region so i got invited for the regionals and um so i went down to uh mkm and magnata one and the next weekend so i was um i was um hoping to be uh, as successful but um yeah, I had a, re a reality check, I guess, and um, yeah, it was a hard match for me uh, that weekend. Well, that no, it wasn't a weekend; it was one day, uh, Sunday. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, well, uh, it didn't go 
badly, but um, I, I felt slow. I didn't, I didn't feel sharp. And uh, I, w- I was timing out on a lot of uh, stage. So uh, um, it, it's, I guess it's hard to be, um, to be, um, to be mentally ready at each match. That's, that's the thing I, I find the, the hardest and I'm working on, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was a great experience. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever shot there. It's, um, it's a field that is, um, full, it's grass everywhere. And there's uh, these backstop that are everywhere, but are, are all the same. So they like, they dump like a dump truck, dumped uh, some, some dirt. And so you're, you're looking for targets that has nothing in the background that can help you to uh, locate them. So if you're not on the good target right off the bat, you're losing a lot of time trying to, uh, to figure out where you are and where you need to go. And the targets were also really, really small compared to what we're used to here. Um, I think they were talking about one and a half MOA to two MOA. So uh, you had like some uh, one inch target at uh, 100 plus and um, it, 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 was, uh, it was hard. Uh, talking to other guys, uh, was one of the, the hardest match uh, they shot too. So uh, it, uh, it was a learning curve for sure. And maybe a little bit, uh, I'll say intimidated, um, um, impressive because you, you go there and it's all the top shooters that are there. Everybody's like uh, on top of their game and ready to go when everything goes really quickly. And uh, but, but like you said, it's a learning experience. And then... This past weekend, you did you did very well again, finishing fourth. Yeah, another fourth position. Yeah, yeah, I, I was uh, looking for redemption for sure. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I was happy with my, my result uh, this weekend, even if I uh, I kind of bombed the uh, the range at the stage. But yeah, it's uh, it is trying to be like competitive at every match. Some of the guys seems to be able to do it. Um, it's hard. I mean, the mental game is for sure one of the hardest thing to um, to manage. Um, and yeah, it's just trying to work on that and stay stay positive. That's one thing that I was happy with, even if it wasn't going my way. And uh, at MKM, like uh, I didn't get mad or I didn't get discouraged. Just keep keep going. And I, uh, I had like two solid stages at the end that were kind of. Uh, Made me made me feel better a little bit. So yeah, so you turned it into a positive. Yeah, well, yeah. Try not to. Uh, you you need to keep going, and you never know. You never know how it's going to turn. Because if you're having a bad day, it might be because like the match is hard and everybody here is a little bit struggling. So you need to keep going for sure. Okay. And uh, you had mentioned a story to me uh, where Ava provided support do you want to tell us about that yeah, yeah. so um so uh, what what i usually uh, tell eva when she's um because we're 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 pretty much the same uh, level of um, competitor we we don't like uh, um, when we underperform and we're kind of hard on our on her on our, ourselves so um each time she has a bad stage, I'll 
go to her and like giving her give her a hug and um, tell her to forget about that one, concentrate on the positive stuff, and uh, move on to the next one, and concentrate on the one we, the points we can go get and forget about what what just happened. So uh, we were uh, in Vermont um, shooting a PRS match and. Um, she started the stage with it was a KYL at two, I think it was like two sixty or two fifty uh, yards. And um, what happened is that uh, she did pretty good on the, the first stage. She did like uh, I think six. she's seven, seven, six, 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 sure six. six out of ten. So we and it seems like a really straightforward like stage of uh, it was prone and uh, targets seemed generous enough. So I'm shooting right after her, and uh, we share the same dope. So I know that uh, her dope was on, so my mine, mine should be good. So I go down and I shoot, and uh, at the end of the stage, I get one. So uh, I, you, she saw that my face, and uh, she knew that uh, I needed some uh, comfort, comforting. So she, she was the one that came and hugging me and telling me to... Uh, forget about it and uh, concentrate on the rest of the match and we had four stages left and uh, so I, I, I took her advice and uh, finally I did a, I had a really good like finish to the match and I managed to podium third place so uh, nice yeah I was uh, I was getting my own medicine so I guess so that's that's great to hear yeah yeah well everyone everyone else did bad except me on this stage. So. Yeah, after in the afternoon, yeah. it was it was uh, a tough match for sure. Uh, so, Ava, do you see yourself like continuing in PRS, something you want to keep improving in? And Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to maybe like in two years go to the month, like the the world. The world, well, they're, they're, they're looking for you. Uh, for the next world uh, rifle uh, rimfire challenge, uh, challenge, but uh, competition. So, well, um, we're, we're looking if to see if it's possible to do that. And she needs to uh, invest more, and if she wants to go there. So, yeah, it's uh, something we're looking at for sure. So, so when your dad asks you to dry fire practice in the garage, are you going? <laughs> well, I'm going most of the time, but sometimes I'm just like. It's Friday. Don't ask me out. Don't want to go. <laughs> Champions practice on Friday. Ava. No, you have to no. practice every day if you want to go to the world. Yeah. Um, for the rest of the gang, did you guys have any questions? Sorry, I've been uh, dominating. No, I didn't really have any questions. I was just enjoying it. I mean, I've got the. Uh, I'm my boys into team competitions as well, um, and uh, it's been a lot of fun getting them out there. I get a little bit more leeway with the wife, I think, too, because I take one when I want to go to the uh, go to the range, right? So I think I can, I can get more shooting competitions in. Um, but uh, no, just been enjoyable listening to you guys. Dave, are you trying to say something? You're just muted there for a second. Oh, still muted. He's talking to himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're talking to yourself. Yeah, you can't hear. You can't hear anything. <laughs> I'm sure it was a fantastic question he wanted to ask. <laughs> I'll just have to mime it out. It'll be like, 
Not Pictionary. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think this one was first for you, Ella. <laughs> I don't know. Kyle, you have any questions or comments? Uh, no, I just enjoyed listening. It's great. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you both for coming on. It was awesome. It was great to hear uh, about your experiences and uh, shooting together. And I think it's a it's a great story. And it's I always like seeing whenever we go to the matches, whether it's Ipsic or any other matches. I love seeing like father daughters, father sons, mother daughters, but like shooting together. I think it's just great, and it's obviously good for our very good for our community uh, to have more families involved. Yes, for sure. It's uh, it's refreshing to see like kids and, and girls and shooting. For sure, it's uh, it kind of um, remove the um, well. It's it, it kind of it's not like only shooting is not only for men. That's that's why I want to yeah say it. it's it's everybody can can shoot and uh, you can you can be competitive if you're a lady or a girl or a boy. Yeah, everybody can do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty much a level playing field out there. So, yep. Well, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again to uh, Ava and, and Gabriel to talk to us about the CRPS match this weekend and their experience of uh, shooting together. That was great. Uh, we don't have any emails this evening. Uh, Kyle, any YouTube? Wait, uh, I thought we did. We do? No, yeah, I looked Tony? before the show. We didn't have any emails this week. No, Tony sent one. No, we read that last week. No, five hours ago. I'll read it. Uh, oh. Good evening, Slamfire crew. Uh, sorry that you would need to review quite a few old episodes today. I got sent up to Fort Mac for work again. Uh, sometimes it's good to be out of the house, uh, out of the home base. Got nothing to worry about and little to do off hours. As I mentioned on Discord, I got myself a freeloader holster, the Blackhawk Omnivore. It's the non-light version. It's important to mention the version as the three holsters in the series are significantly different different from each other. And it fits my buddy's APX very well. It's my first holster experience with the help of my buddy and squad mates on the range. I was able to shoot a full eight-stage steel challenge with this setup without adding any holes to my foot or anyone on the range. Of course, uh, I wasn't trying to race. ended up with a D score, but I'm pleasantly surprised that I have a few C scores in there. And my goal of the day was just to squeeze into a C for one of the stages. Now I'm trying to find out if I can get the club 13 while loaning out all of the pistol. Uh, side, would Slamfire be interested in having sub-hosts when the hosts are busy? Um, well, interested in, if, if you want to come on and talk about Maple Seed, I guess we could do that. Also, some additional context for last week. Attached was my wing setup at Maple Seed one year ago. Still got the setup, lost the skills. Uh, and his winning, <laughs> winning setup was... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh this guy right here nice what is that is that what am I looking at here looks like a I would say that is a 223 or 9 mil what is that it looks it's like a 223 two, Ruger yeah. it's a 223 two, hmm. it might be like a Ruger American or or Hog hunt, like something, something that takes AR mags. It doesn't look like a Ruger American. Uh, savage hog hunter, maybe. Tony, you got to let us know what this is. Post it in Discord <laughs> or, uh, or or something like That's that, cool, and uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that was the only email we had. Okay. Uh, Kyle, any YouTube comments? Yes, we do. And uh, Tony flooded our YouTube as he promised. (laughs) (laughs) And so we'll start off with a bunch of uh, comments on last week's show. In regards to Maple Seed, bringing extra rounds, not extra magazine to the line. Loading individual rounds? No, we load new magazine and mag dump on the next target. A viable strategy for activated swinger targets. (laughs) And a terrible idea if you put too many holes in the wrong target because we count the lowest (laughs) scoring ones first at Maple Seed. I did a little bit of cross shooting at uh, my events. And the funny thing is like, I use a rainbow of colors for backers. Yeah. So for you to shoot the wrong target means that you are like so tunnel visioned into your target that you are ignoring <laughs> the color of the backer completely and you don't yeah. see it. <clears throat> People will be on like 4X, 6X, whatever, and all they see is that little black square and they're just like shooting their neighbor's target. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes on, I really like and prefer wet tumbling with or without stainless steel media, lower noise and dust free. Mm-hmm. I agree. Except for when you're doing mass, like pistol rounds. I just don't like dealing with the water. Like with, yeah. with dry tumbling, you throw them in the tumbler. You took like, I just leave it in my workshop and, yeah. uh, or wherever. And then when I'm done I just shake it out and yeah. you don't have to worry about drying it. them off or, tarnishing like i I used to do ultrasonic and and uh, and that kind of stuff for like my rifle rounds you have to dry the the cases out if you don't dry them off they tarnish and then like all your really carefully prepped brass looks like crap and looks are like a little bit of it yeah a little bit it's got to be shiny we're all rednecks it's got to be shiny yeah Yeah. like crows (laughs) (laughs) and he goes on that intro for Mike was weak. The one for Taylor was much better. Adriel got us step back up his game. I tried. I, it was on the spot. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have my, my thing prepped. <laughs> Tony's on uh, player. He says Mossberg MVP. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. That's wild that you... So wow. not I'm only center that. fire, but a bolt action bolt center down. fire, and he got rifleman with that. That's good. That's yeah. hard. Oh, well done. Yeah. yeah, I see a lot of Congrats people... Up shooting a, a bolt action and it, it holds them back and mm. uh it's it's now the most impressive thing would be a bolt action semi-auto or, or sorry bolt action iron three sight three three center three fire. three full power 303 or an m1 garand or an, actually an sks yeah yeah if you did it with an sks <laughs> you shot rifle with an sks that would be super impressive yeah i would legendary be calling bs but <laughs> maybe i'll take one next time maybe i'll do that for the like one of the things we do with maple seed is we do these uh i didn't do one this year because uh, not enough people wanted it but uh we do these instructor boot camps where we get a bunch of instructors out to practice mm. all the the points of instruction Mm. Uh, that's great because you get like everyone practices all the points of instruction in like half a day, but then the other half of the day you can shoot some MQTs and do that kind of thing. So I think it'd be really interesting to shoot Take some anyone. MQTs with real bad guns and see what you can qu- still qualify with. Mm, An yeah. SKS would be really oh, like a really bad gun. Oh, and an Enfield I think would be better. What's that? Use the Type 81. 
Uh, yeah, the Type 81 would be, I think, a better yeah. choice than the yeah. than an SKS even. Or uh, a 303 would be... No, a 303 would be okay. The sight radius is really good on them. Yeah, Bolivar shot one. I don't think he got rifleman, but he did shoot one. Uh, well, I, he's shot an AR and, and qualified with it, but that's... AR yeah, me good. too. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Mike Mazen. Says, I did, Take a I did with, with his intro. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll just get Anthony Rhoda in, and uh, and he can give Adriel some some tutoring. He's on, available. On the quality intros. Yeah, he's not doing much these days, I hear. So, yeah. <laughs> Tony says that uh, I seem to have better cadence control with a bolt. Got a rhythm going. Yeah, I find that too. I find with Makes the semi-auto, I, I I crank on the trigger a little bit too quick. Whereas with the mm-hmm. bolt, like I feel like I have to focus a little bit more to shoot and, and get mm-hmm. the points. So slows you yeah. down a bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tony goes on. Uh, lever action. I would say buy once, cry once, get a hem- Henry. To me, it is really just a range gun. Maybe some small game. If I need a hunting gun, I would go bolt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, WKA 181 testing was promising. I would expect the same on a 180 Gen 2. Uh, No, the the 180 Gen 2 doesn't use the same piston as the 181. The 181 uses a thicker piston. Mm. So it's less likely to break the piston than the 180 Gen 2. (laughs) It's it's less likely to, you know, break parts and have things fall off. Well, nothing's (laughs) impossible. But I I think like the, the, yeah, that 181 never broke its piston. And it went through uh, 10,000 rounds, never broke its piston. And the oh, like the, the two common things with the 180s have been bolts breaking and pistons breaking. So if you can of like if we can figure out how to avoid those, we're we're good. That's one of the things that like that BCL used the two three part uh, piston system. I don't think it'll break those, but they have to fix those other things before they, you know, make it make it good. Uh, or someone else has to start using the SVT40 or AR180B style piston system so that they don't fucking break rods all the time. Uh, Tony comments on episode 463. Uh, listening back, question to John. Is Long Gun PCC Black Badge available in other regions in Canada yet? So far, no news for Alberta. And I highly doubt it. No, I don't think so. Uh, then he comments on episode 424. Uh, mistakes we wish we never made. Uh you saying, I think the lack of knowledge of Canadian shooting sports is a big contributing factor for me not getting an RPAL, and likely many others too. In terms of shooting ranges, all I knew was there was the shoot- Calgary Shooting Centre and the Shooting Edge, both of them indoor ranges, which seems a bit boring over time and quite expensive. Then I learned about the APRA outdoor ranges... A mm-hmm. wide variety of shooting sports from the CCFR Canada Downrange Series, action shooting, long-range precision shooting, clay shooting. That was two years into my shooting journey, which was already too late. If you have family members or friends who are into the shooting sports, that is a great shortcut into the sports. But if you, have, if you started from scratch, the amount of available information is still lacking, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Mentorship is good, and I mean, you need you need mentors. 
mm-hmm. and shooting. Yep. Like people would tell you what's going on and where stuff is and who to talk to and what yep. stores are good and what ranges are good. Yeah. Take you out shooting, show you how to shoot, tell you about maple seed, all those things. Well, unfortunately, it's like a lot of things. Once you're in that environment, yeah, you hear about a whole lot. But otherwise, yeah. if you're not in there, you don't hear. No. Uh, Tony comments on episode 435. Man, don't think I will ever get a chance to attend a match directed by Kyle. Sounds like a lot of fun. Talking about the shotgun mania match. And don't say never. I mean, come down to New Mexico. I'm starting to do some matches down here. Like um, November, come down. I'm match directing a match. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and then our lovely Gersan testing and review. And uh, Earthquake Magoon says, nice shotgun. Just have to break it in. Then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read that beforehand. I just commented knowing that it was going to be in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, Tony is commenting on episode 415. I enjoy marching around the range with my PCC or standing on deck at shoulder arms, which is 100% in accordance with our range rules. Some shooters still freak out about it. And Ips, as Ipsic is still very much a pistol-only sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Thank you, Tony, for all the feedback. And, yeah, that's it for the YouTube comments. Awesome. Thanks, Hal. Uh, if, um, if you go to our website, you'll find a Cabela's link. And if you use that link to make a purchase through, through Cabela's, it'll help support the show. And then uh, once a month, we will read uh, read off all the stuff that gets gets bought. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, as well, you can do so through Patreon and Player. Um, if you'd like to email the show, we'll read your your letter um, live. You can do so at slamfireradio at gmail dot com. And for shoutouts, Adriel. Oh, just a thank you to the. Uh... IITs and uh, the shoot bosses that came out to uh, the events we ran in uh, Kananaskis makes it very easy. And uh, oh, and and the range itself, the range like super set us up, so that was fantastic. And I've got a couple of more uh, super dedicated, dedicated IITs coming out to the uh, one in this weekend. It's gonna be good. Kyle, uh, no, I don't have any. This week, uh, Dave, uh, the folks who put on the uh, maple seed last weekend, Kelly, Greg, and I want to say Kyle for the other guy. Like I said, met him once. I don't, I don't know something. Whoever the hell you are, if you turn out to be useful and they meet you more times, I'll remember your name. So there you go, wow. uh, Bolivar for being a, a good guy sitting next to me, although he pelted me with brass all day. But uh, good guy anyway. Hungry also. Barney also dropped by and said hi. And thanks to Blue Ridge uh, Sportsman Club for uh, for hosting the match. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice range. Okay. And for me, thanks again to our guests. It was great having them on. And uh, that's that. Uh, oh, I should one sec. One more thing. I should also sure. say Z- Zan, who came out to the range and shot photos and uh, brought muffins as well, which were awesome. Yeah. Muffins are always welcome. 
Uh, join us on our Discord server. Watch us on Facebook, YouTube, and Player. Join the CCFR. Very, very important. And see you all next week. Good night, Kelly. Good night, Kelly. Later. See you next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.